the camera opens back up in a small waiting room on the side of a medical facility that has become very popular for people whose domain it is not. In particular tonight, Missy, Coco, and Keith join Dr. Bain discussing the circumstances surrounding Jane's surrounding Jade's I'm sure some would call it imprisonment. Others would call it treatment. Some text messages and phone calls had gone. And then he posits that he had an idea. And damn, that makes me wish I remembered what you had left off with. Because when you followed up on stuff, but oh well. Um, The doctor will get a chair, pull it over to sit in front of you. Are you guys sitting on... The same little love sleep couch thing. Where are you guys sitting in the room? I know Keith is standing by the door because that's what he does. He's probably kind of half-heartedly pacing. Yeah, and Coco is extremely uncomfortable. You can tell she doesn't like hospitals. She's kind of like itchy anyway and just kind of like hugging herself, standing there ready to... I was promised basically that I was going to be able to see Jade every minute that like is going by is too many minutes. Dr. Bain will motion for Missy to sit so that he can begin to exposit. She'll sit in that huffy kind of a way. He will put his cane to the side as he begins to speak. In years past, I've been having the pleasure to work with many people from many clans with many unique applications of their blood. The the rigid hierarchy that we put forward, the clans being the major one, is not as set in stone as many would like to believe. Motions to Coco. In particular with the Gangrel as they are a clan of change and mutability. There are many different offshoots and bloodlines in all clans and the Gangrel especially. At the mention of, you know, Gangrel and being different and unique, Coco just kind of shows her teeth, not her fangs, but just makes that like face, like that disgusting, sour face angrily. He notices because you're not being subtle about it, but makes no comment on it. And then turns his attention to, to Missy. Your sire, Rosemary, her name was is one of the people that I have had the pleasure of working nearby. She has exchanged information and the occasional favor for access to research on a variety of topics. But that's not the the port of call tonight. One of the things that she found that she was able to do was, and he hesitates for a moment, as if to not want to say it, but was able to forcibly dissolve blood bonds. Miss you. Look at him. Coco, back to him. And you think because she was my sire, I, I, I can do this? We shall try and see what we can discover. She'll lean forward, look at him and say, all right, so we agree to do this. We break the bond. She gets to talk to Jade, and if Jade wants to leave, you'll let her. With the blonde broken, my debt is paid, and I have no reason to hold her. 
Well, yeah, she can walk right out of here without that bond. No problem. Well, some small paperwork to make sure that everything looks above board. Of course. She look at Coco. Is that good enough for you? Coco looks confused, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's fine. As long as we can go. I don't know why we have to break any of my, like, our bonds and stuff, but, like, fine. It's not a problem because, like, our bond is thicker than, like, blood, okay? Like, it's, it's like, closer than, like, family. We're, like, best friends. So, I don't think you can take that away from us. Okay. So, then everybody will be happy. Shimmy will be happy. You, doctor, you'll be happy. Coco's happy. And hopefully, Jade will be happy. She kind of glances over at Keith real quick. and then Okay. What do we what do we need to do to begin? When you give a glance over to Keith, he makes a forced smile so that he is happy. Yes, very happy. It will take some twenty minutes or so to set up a space for this, and then I will be happy to explain more of the procedure as it was performed by Rosemary when we get there. And no harm will come to myself or or Jade. She looks nervously at Coco. Yeah, none at all. Absolutely none. That would be a big problem. Yes. I don't want to do anything that would inadvertently hurt Jade. And next thing I know, I got a dog up my ass. Okay, rude. Tell me you wouldn't come barking at me. Uh, yeah, maybe not barking. That's and she just kind of like growls unintentionally. We are we are dabbling in experimental magics that, to be honest, I do not fully understand. I am hoping that should this work, we will have more information and could perhaps lead to a beneficial partnership in the future. Are you still wanting to do this? Yes, 100%. Okay, okay, just want to make sure. Don't bite my head off if something happens to her. He just said experimental, just saying. Honestly, like, my whole life has been a big experiment for the last little bit, so it's fine. Very well. Grabs his cane, stands up, and begins the head to the door. I will come to retrieve you in 20 or so minutes. He'll leave. And is there anything you guys want to talk about for the next 20 or so minutes? Nah, not really. I feel like Coco would pretty much just be doing a pace, looking like a dog in a cage, (laughs) and like kind of holding herself. Yeah, Missy's probably a little anxious too, because she doesn't know what's coming, and she doesn't know if this is even going to work, and other things are now bouncing around in her head, and so... Several tense minutes will go by that if somebody were looking would take 20 or so of them. And Dr. Bain returns. He stands there for a moment and he will invite everybody to come with him. Takes you over to the elevator, goes inside but holds his hand up for you to not join him. Pushes the button for the like second floor and then goes around to a stairwell that is next to it and invites you all to follow him into the stairwell. So 
he sent the elevator up empty, and we got to walk up the stairs with him. He invites you into the stairwell. Okay. Inside the stairwell, there is a large double door maintenance access for elevator repair. And he opens that door up, and there is a uh, a way to climb down on a ladder that is on the side of the elevator shaft for the th- three of you to follow him to climb down as he begins to climb down. Yeah, so I'm just going to start climbing down and say, oh, all your patients uh, treated at the bottom of an uh, elevator shaft? Only when magics are needed. It's like those movies, the dun, 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 dun. What, what were they called? Do you remember? What? Dun, what? They were like really popular. There was way too many of them. Ugh, the guy was like a spy. I feel like they did stuff like this all the time. Heath speaks up and leans. Because he's a, he's a big dude and leans down a little bit so as to not like make a big scene. But it's like James Bond 007. Yeah, definitely something like that for sure. Have the attention span of stupid dog jokes all the fucking time. I swear to God, trying to take your mind off the horribleness of what's happening by being horrible too. Okay, thanks, friends. Remember, Jimmy's the horrible one, not me. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna forget that. This is nailing it home. There we go. Dr. Bain waits patiently at the bottom of this ladder for you. And as you guys come down, there's another door here that leads into more or less the underbelly of this side of the hospital. It's a little nicer than one would expect, but it goes down and there are some other doors that he will open one of them up and invite Coco and Keith to go into this side. It has a small table. There's a water cooler in the corner because why not? And a big glass window that you can look through into the other side. Just like be really careful, Miss. Okay, if you need anything, I don't. I don't know. Like, do you know how to blink SOS? Missy's just gonna look at Keith. Just look at him. Like he knows what to do. He knows if I need help. He knows how to handle this. Okay. And Coco just kind of like looks up at Keith, like who I'm sure looks super confident way more confident than she feels right now. And I just like look back at Miss and just, uh-huh. Okay. The two of you in there, he takes Missy down to the next door on, on the same side of the hallway, opens it up and invites you inside. As the door opens, the smell of blood hits your nose. Looking around the room, do I see Jade? You don't see Jade at the moment. Do I see what took 20 minutes to set up? Indeed. Yay, something. Inside, you're going to see sigils, magic bullshit, written all over the place in what is probably important places for people who know. But looking around and maybe even doing a little walk around, a sense of familiarity will come over you. Something, maybe not one of your memories, but maybe your blood remembers that these are circles and sigils and stuff that are outside traditional blood magic, and there's something more for the lack of a better word Malkavian in origin. 
things that are not as founded in beliefs and air quotes science as much as they are in feeling and symbolism. It seems to be a circle to help whoever is in the center of it focus and recall things. I'm happy to answer questions as... Cheshire taught Missy a magic, a spell. He did. Do any of the sigils look like anything from that? They do. It's not like the full incantation and other things that he taught you, but you will see some symbology that, if not specifically in the teaching of the Valdery, but in other crazy Cheshire things that he has taught you or talked to you about or shown you. So Missy's already heard Rosemary's name mentioned that she's one that helped him learn this stuff. It's got Malkavian written all over it and Cheshire's also touched on this stuff. So I think right now Missy's probably getting a little rattled. She doesn't have a good relationship with Rosemary. She doesn't like her tell the truth. And Cheshire's caused a lot of problems, so I think Missy's starting to lose her patience. So after looking around, she's going to look at uh, Dr. Bain and alright, let's let's get this over with. Okay, where's where's Jade? And she's looking around the room. One of my orderlies is bringing her down shortly. He's uh, one of my ghouls and as such is aware of things. For this to work, I will need you to enter into the center of the circle, at which point you will take a mouthful of blood from Jade and focusing on it. It's very strange how she explained it. Focusing on it and trying to suss out or tease out the different flavors that would be this blood bond. So I take a big gulp of her blood and I have to take out the cocoa. Yes. Preferably staying within the circle the whole time is an attempt to to focus. This was not this capability was not originating with Rosemary. This is something that has been passed down and that she has learned along the way. I do not know where it specifically originates. She'll do a quick glance towards the window, position herself in the middle of the circle with her back to the window. As you are preparing yourself and standing there, the door will open and Dr. Bane will turn to look and in will walk an orderly, a young man. He looks clean shaven. His hair is short. His nails are clean and short. He is wearing scrubs, so it's got like the medical facility stuff across the shirt these are very clearly part of an outfit that is not what you wear to work they're the kind of things you wear you get changed in here and then you get changed out of them and leave on his arm is jade in a straight jacket and looking a little worse for wear looking distressed but she sees Missy, and how many times would you say that Jade has met Missy? Probably just a few times. Not a lot of interaction, though, yeah. 
Coco, does Jade know that Missy is also a vampire? Probably. We don't really keep much secret. And I'm sure that she would have met her more than just a couple times. Into a few times. Missy's a very busy person. Both actually busy and mentally occupied with other issues busy. And she will start to fight a little bit with the orderly. And the doctor will come over and he will look at her. She tries to look away and he will eventually work it into where he catches her eyes and then she becomes very docile. As the camera pulls back into the glass mirror, into the waiting room on the other side. How you doing, Coco? Because there's Jade. Can we hear what they're saying in there or can we just see them? There would certainly be the option for like a microphone and speaker setup. I'm not sure that he would have turned it on. You're welcome to you try and use your heightened senses to hear through it. I think that she's too like concerned. She wouldn't even be thinking any of that. And, you know, the, yeah, there's weird shit. There's literally weird shit everywhere. To get down here, it was weird. And now, like with Missy standing in the center of the room, kind of figured that was going to happen because I've seen lots of like movies. Right? Like a cult type stuff. That's what they do. They stand in the center of all the symbols and stuff all the time. But when they bring Jade in and she looks like shit, now I'm just rocking back and forth. Like, I really, really hope this works. Like, this this has to work. This will be fine. It's going to be fine. She looks like shit. Oh, my God. Like, I haven't seen her look this bad since, like, rehab. Seeing your obvious distress, Keith will almost uncharacteristically just come to stand behind you and put a hand on your shoulder just somewhat reassuringly. I don't know whether or not that helps. It kind of does. Just like the reminder that I'm not by myself. And Missy really believes in Keith. Like, so it's okay. It's okay. This will be fine. And I just reach my hand up and just put it on top of his and just hold on a little bit. Stepping away from your tender moment with a person who's not necessarily known for his tenderness, we'll come back into the other room where Dr. Bain will take the much more docile Jade and give a small head nod to his cool, his orderly, who then small head bow of acknowledgement and backs out of the room. Shutting the door behind him, but not locking it. The doctor will carefully walk Jade over towards Missy, pull her hair to the side, and more or less brace her as he makes her available for Missy to take a big bite from. Any questions before we begin? She's in a straight jacket, and she's now docile. Does she look like she's been cared for? Does she look under? Fed? Does she look any injuries? Looking her over, she doesn't look mistreated in the way that you would see bruise marks from being hit or something along those lines. She is in a straitjacket and she is wearing disposable hospital clothes, the kind of thing that, oh, somebody was brought in, they only had one change of clothes, we need to give them something to wear while we launder what they have and that kind of thing. Her hair looks a mess, but it looks a mess in the way that 
she's obviously been stressed out. She's been in this place. Assuredly, nobody has given her any kind of actual answers. Any comments that she may have made about the vampires are controlling this, let me out, have been met with the fact that, well, honey, you're in a psych ward, so let me just go ahead and file that away that vampires are after you. Which, oh, assuredly, had been cleaned up by the Tremere of this place. Her eyes are a little bloodshot, and maybe some dried tears on the cheeks, but it could just be all part of the I am in a psych ward and am currently supernaturally influenced to be seeking somebody that's not here. So tortured. Okay. I mean... She looks tortured. Some people would argue that the blood bond is torture. I know who that somebody is. So yeah, Missy's going to have a very angry scowl looking at this doctor for the condition that she's in. And uh, while looking at him with daggers in her eyes, she will clamp down on that neck and just get this over with. Taking this bite from Jade, taking her blood into your mouth, it's unlike anything you've ever intentionally fed on before because Jade is a drug addict. Yeah, I don't like that. No. Mm -mm. So that part of the blood does not taste good. No. Maybe it is part of the process. Maybe it is the runes and magic sigils inscribed on the floor. Maybe it's the fact that her name has been brought up earlier, but Rosemary is on your mind. And as this blood enters your mouth and you taste it and you try to begin to sift through it, you are reminded and it comes back to the forefront of your mind your last day as a human all the way up to and including your embrace. Take the wheel on this crazy train as it leaves the station with Missy losing her shit in a furious fashion. He's holding her there, but I think Missy then kind of latches onto her, and it's not just the one big bite. It's probably, unless they do something to stop her, she's going to drain. She's going to just eat her all up out of anger. Just out of anger. I, I I wanted to kill, and this is the one person I can do that to. Dog with a bonnet, just latch on even harder and just grip her hard and even try to push the doctor away. And yeah, just ravaging right now out of, out of anger. Coco, as Missy begins to pull Jade away from the doctor, pushes him. The doctor falls with an oomph, and Missy latches on and wraps her limbs around Jade, taking her to the ground in the middle of this circle. Keith begins moving towards the door. Coco, are you doing anything? I want to go through the window. Shit looks sideways. Cool. How would you like to go through the window? Because this sounds amazing. Monster hands. Keith slams the door open with his shoulder as he comes through and begins to go around to the outside. Coco, what does it look as you unleash your monster hands and go through this glass window? Just the most angry, scared face as I 
turn my hands into my monster hands and that kind of hurts a little bit. So you see this pain and just hurt flash across my whole face and I just claws to the glass and it shatters everywhere. And then you leap through? Yeah, like the sparkly glass hasn't even all landed. So you see all these little rainbow sparkles everywhere. And Coco just monster into the room. Big giant monster hands. Strong shoulders up and down with every breath. Like angry dog now. We're going to drop into combat time for a second. and See what happens here. Missy, other people have begun to enter the room and one of them is Keith. He is going to attempt to separate you from Jade. The doctor is trying to figure out what is going wrong or right here. It felt to him as though you were taking more blood than your sire was using, so clearly something has not gone correct there. Coco, what would you like to do in this situation? separate them protect jade would be the goal would you prefer to pull jade away or pull missy off pull jade away do like a protect of my baby you know absolutely jade is in no position to fight anybody missy as these people move towards you clearly they are coming to interrupt you they are to the beast inside of you Things that are getting between you and what you want. What would you like to do? Spend a willpower to gain some control. And I can detach from her neck. And then put her behind me. So they have to come through me to take her from me. That kind of a positioning. If you want. Yeah. As Coco tries to get past you to get to Jade... What are you going to do about that? Are you going to try and grab out at her, or are you going to try and do something else to keep her from getting to the target of your ire for the moment? No, my hands aren't going off of Jade. They're they're clamped on her. That's mine now. Keith comes in, and he's going to come in with a stake because he made his blood bond roll. You are welcome to roll to fight him off to reduce his net successes here. Coco, you and Keith rush at Missy and Jade quickly, and Keith pulls a stake out from underneath of his coat. This is a long, professionally made stake. It's made for this instance. And with some tears welling in his eyes and starting to trickle down, he moves for Missy as you move for Jade, and you begin to pull on her. She doesn't come into your grip because Missy is not releasing her, but you are able to support her weight and her blood is getting on you. Missy, what does it look like as you are holding on to Jade and Keith comes and he stabs you in the heart with a piece of wood? She would have both of her hands holding Jade behind her and then when she realizes that Keith's coming in with a stake, one hand would go up, but it wouldn't block in time or even stop his powerful plunge. 
uh, and then it would just kind of throw her hand kind of to the side as he came through and just plunge that down through her nice suit into her heart. And then I think at that, like her arms, just everything goes limp. And I think she's, she's out, out. And in this, this moment, as Keith takes a hold of Missy and begins to cradle her in a loving fashion and, you know, tears and stuff. Coco, what are you doing with the bleeding from the neck jade that is here as the doctor begins to get up and start walking without his cane into your direction? Well, I have to stop the blood, so I have to lick her wounds first to stop her blood. And then I want to do like a cursory check to see, like, is she okay? You try to lick her blood, and it is a very familiar taste to you. And the doctor starts waving his hands like, no, it has to be, it has to be her. This is bring, bring her over here. And he cautiously approaches Keith and motions for Keith to open her mouth. I need her tongue. He looks confused. And Dr. Bean yells and like, she needs to lick it. And the two of you will hold the staked form of Missy and pull out her tongue and just rub it against the wound on Jade's neck. And with that, the larger than average due to the the action and motion feeding wound that Missy had inflicted on Jade begins to mystically heal itself. What are Coco's last thoughts and actions as we close out this scene? Just the blood tears are just rolling down Coco's face because positive missy is now probably dead everything that i know from like all the movies and stuff that was in her heart she's probably going to turn to dust at any second and i think i'm losing jade like this is it that she can't come back from that keith is in a similar state although his tears are not of blood but he is saying soothing words to missy who is currently reliving the last night of her life. You're going to see sigils, magic bullshit written all over the place in what is probably important places for people who know. But you could make like an intelligence occult role if you wanted. Every time I think I have more time, I try to eat a cookie, but Aww. it never works out that way. They're not letting you eat your cookie? Yep, and I am looking up messy oh. critical. Oh, no. You should have eaten earlier. I should have. Almost uncharacteristically, just come to stand behind you and put a hand on your shoulder. Just somewhat reassuringly I don't know whether or not that helps it kind of does just like the reminder that I'm not by myself and Missy really believes in Keith like so it's okay it's okay this will be fine and I just reach my hand up and just put it on top of his and just hold on a little bit Never mind. I was getting a picture of Cobra Bubbles from Lilo and Stitch because I feel like that's Keith. 
I don't get the reference at all. Have you not seen Lilo and Stitch? Ages ago and only once because my sisters were little and wanted to watch it. Yo, that movie is super legit. Okay. Uh, he was the uh, the government agent guy. Hmm. He looks kind of like that. Yes. <laughs> right? It, it, it really feels like that's him. <laughs> taking this bite from Jade, taking her blood into your mouth. It's unlike anything you've ever intentionally fed on before because Jade is a drug addict. Yeah, I don't like that. No. Mm -mm. So that part of the blood does not taste good. No. And I'm going to need you to make a choice here as I describe the situation that is currently going through Missy's head. Maybe it is part of the process. Maybe it is the runes and magic sigils inscribed on the floor. Maybe it's the fact that her name has been brought up earlier, but Rosemary is on your mind. And as this blood enters your mouth and you taste it and you try to begin to sift through it, you are reminded, and it comes back to the forefront of your mind, your last day as a human all the way up to and including your embrace. With that in mind, is it a fury frenzy or a hunger frenzy that washes over Missy? Fury. Fury. Excellent. Missy, as these people move towards you, clearly they are coming to interrupt you they are to the beast inside of you things that are getting between you and what you want what would you like to do there's no way to try to get out of a fury frenzy uh, I can't calm myself down I can't do like a wits or awareness and realize that's Keith that's friend not foe like animal like instincts that's friend not foe I believe you can spend a point of willpower to take control of the frenzy for a turn, but it does not end the frenzy. I believe it's 222. Just lots of 22. Excuse me, 22s tonight. <laughs> uh, fury frenzy, provocation causes, insults, humiliation, regression. A vampire and a fury frenzy stops at nothing to tear the cause of the provocation to pieces, often together with anybody nearby, friend or foe. After destroying the subject of your ire, you can make a willpower test at difficulty three or five if other enemies remain standing by. Success ends the frenzy. While failing drives them deeper into a rage, they keep slaying anyone in the vicinity unless subdued. There's a bunch of other specific things, like when you're in a frenzy, you can only use physical disciplines. Uh, you have a bonus to resisting mental disciplines. The player can spend a willpower point to assume control of the character for a single turn but may not use willpower to reroll dice. Try to achieve their goal at any cost, and their frenzy remains until they do so or the scene ends. Page 220, if you want to look in the PDF. 